Hello, and welcome to another Streamer Spotlight Podcast. I am your host, Elisa Rockdock, and today I am here with the lady. The lady wabish, that is. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. This of is really awesome. Yay! <laughs> so so let's let's sort of get this kicked off right away by asking. Um I I like that you're sort of bringing a, a kind of like an air of aristocracy to Mob Crush. You are a lady. You are the lady. The lady. That was actually that was actually like that's why I chose that because I was like you know like so many people you know do so many like dirty things or something like that. Let's be a little classy here. Let's remind people of you know the age of queens and kings and ladies and sirs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which is perfect, because that brings us to the next question. Like, like I like the idea that you're adding an aristocracy, but um, I, I've i seen your sort of IRL real name before, and nowhere in there is there a wabish. <laughs> so how do we get there? Definitely definitely not a wabish in there. Um, it's a really funny story, actually. And you know what? It was really immature at the time, but I'm, I'm 26 now. And my 18-year-old brain could not comprehend how to reject somebody nicely. But oh. basically, my friends tried to get me to go on a blind date. And I Facebook stalked the guy. And he was just <laughs> sketchy. He was super sketchy. So I said no. So at a party, they told him to go and talk to that girl over there, so-and-so. They used my real name. And he came up to me acting all cool and everything. He said, so you're so-and-so. And I just froze. And I was like, no. I am Holly Wabish. <laughs> and he totally did not buy it. He was like, Wabish, huh? And I'm like, yeah, it's Polish. Like, I made up this, like, whole story <laughs> in a span of 10 seconds. And I was just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, it's Wabish, I'm Wabish. And he was like, okay, and he walked away. And you know what? He totally knew I was lying, but he never talked to me again. So, so mission accomplished, I guess. Exactly. And <laughs> After that, it kind of became, like, a code name among me and my friends. Um, we would, like, use it for, like, hotels, for takeout. Um, if there was a tab at the bar, like, and we all wanted to put it under one tab, we knew to say the word wabish. So when looking for an online identity, it just seemed to stick naturally. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that it worked. <laughs> it really, oh, he was so angry. Like, I've, and you know what, I feel terrible about it now. I should have just been like, I'm not interested. But I was like, no, I'm this other person entirely. I just have the same face as her and everything. No, oh, it's fine. <laughs> like, we we as women are often trained to be nice even in the face of absolute creeperness. He did go to jail, like, a few years later. Like, I was totally right about him, so. Well, then. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Go with your gut. <laughs> go with your gut and make up a code name. Exactly. That's, uh, Pro tips from from Lady Wabish. There you go. <laughs> nice. Ah, so so Lady Wabish, you broadcast with us on Mob Crush. Um, if we are meeting you for the first time via this podcast, uh, can you introduce our listeners to the kinds of stuff that you like to stream? So I am on mobcrush.com slash Lady Wabish. I mean, that's probably no no thinking there. But I do like to stream Vanglore. That's my favorite game. Mm. I am a very hardcore MOBA player. And just being on mobile, it was just such an awesome transition for me. But I really like Fun Run 2. It's like this like very violent Mario Kart <laughs> that I get to kill viewers, and it's awesome. Um, I also really like doing um, Geometry Dash, except I have no rhythm. So it's just like if you want to watch somebody mm-hmm. fail like in the first 30 seconds like for 25 minutes straight, like watch me. Like I get very angry about it. Nice. Um, 
Yeah. I also really like, um, I found this new game this week called Walking War Robots. Hmm. It was really interesting. It's like, it's like, um, it's kind of like a shooter and it's really funny because the robots are so slow that I was like, why are these robots so slow? And then I was like, oh yeah, walking. Like that makes total sense now. So I like to enjoy a variety of games, but I'm really mostly into Vainglory. Cool, cool. So, so you sort of kind of gave a hint as to, you know, you're a hardcore MOBA player. Um, so did you play MOBAs before Vainglory? Is Vainglory your first? Uh, I played League of Legends and Dota, and mm. I've tried, like, Donge and Heroes and stuff before Vainglory came out. Cool. Yeah. So, so my MOBA brain, I feel like, doesn't work very well. <laughs> um, but I figure Vainglory is probably a really cool place to start, maybe, for folks that aren't necessarily, you know, used to the MOBA genre. Um, do you have any sort of tips for anyone, cough me, um, <laughs> that might be, you know, maybe might feel intimidated by MOBAs, but maybe, you know, watches a Vainglory stream and is like, eh, I might try that, but I'm kind of scared. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no problem with that. One thing I will say about Vainglory, too, is that when it comes to learning MOBAs, like, it doesn't get much easier than Vainglory because you don't have to deal with complicated buttons and complicated combos. You have, everything is touchscreen, and if you read the abilities, like, you're going to have a pretty good understanding of what's going to happen. So make sure you read up on what you're doing. Um, also, watching streamers is actually a great way to learn about the game. I've learned so much from watching people like Iraqi and mm. just, like, even even Bonsi and stuff. It's, it's fantastic to see what you can learn and pick up from them. But anything that you don't get, like, just ask for help. Um, there, I couldn't play Adagio very well, and I had to ask, like, my guild to help teach me. <laughs> like, gangstars had to teach me how to play Adagio, and I understand it so much more now. So just don't be scared. I'll help you if you need. I'm sure oh. that I'm sure we can talk some gangstar people into helping you out. Ah, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's great. Thank you very much. Now, your vainglory skills are not just limited to playing Vainglory, but you've been uh, you've been known to shoutcast a tournament or two. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I, I do shoutcast for the Femme Fatale tournament. Um, it's our all-ladies tournament. We've run two of them now through Mob Crush. Yes. Hoping to run a third. We'll, we'll have to see about that, guys. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also it's a really awesome experience. Um, I like What I like about it is that we get a kind of different like demographic to kind of come out and try out uh, competitive gaming for a little while and I've always really enjoyed that and I've always gotten to work with like Brizzle McFizzle who's like one of my best pals like it's uh. so we have so much fun together doing it so and when I'm shout casting it doesn't even feel like I'm shout casting or working I'm just sitting there watching people play and just loving what they're doing it's awesome nice how, how does one get into shout casting one thing I would recommend is that you learn what the heroes do, and you kind of you have to understand a bit of like strategy that's going on in the game. Like if you see that the top is dropping into the jungle, well, you assume that they're going to the bottom shop to do like a gank on the two jungle that are on the two enemy jungle that are there, um, things like that. But honestly, like just just being able to entertain yourself is <laughs> super important in shoutcasting, um, especially because you're kind of like bouncing back between you and another person usually. So you have to find a way to keep your focus on the game and keep yourself super involved into it. So Yeah, because I was going to ask, I'm wondering if there's sort of like any kind of differences between shoutcasting and just sort of broadcasting on your own, or are there certain skills that kind of feed into both? 
Well, I would definitely say like the entertaining aspect of it. You have to be you have to be somebody that people like kind of want to listen to. You have to keep them like intrigued. Just having like a Mr. Rogers voice in the back and you're like, this is gonna be a great game. That's that's not gonna pull off very well. Mm. Um, something that is very hard though is that when you are shoutcasting, you're not there just to entertain. You're there to provide information too. Mm. So you have to kind of like find that balance and. Um, when when you're just streaming on your own, you can talk to your viewers. You can you can bring up anything. Like I'm I'm dying in Bangalore. It's like I wonder if I can get pizza right now. <laughs> I think that's really gonna throw people off if you're shout casting in a tournament and you start wondering about pizza. So yeah, it's that balance. Probably, <laughs> unless of course the tournament is sponsored by some sort of pizza company, in which case um, it just fits. Please let that happen. I would that... love to get like a Pizza Hut pizza during a stream or a tournament. That would be fantastic. If if, oh, yeah. if you could get any food, this is sort of like an interesting way to ask the snack question that I haven't gotten to do before. Hmm. <laughs> if you could get any food, product, company, whatever, to sponsor the Femme Fatale tournament and like provide you like all of the blank you could eat, what would you want it to be? <laughs> Probably Buffalo Wild Wings. Like yes! all the wings I could eat, that'd be delicious. And I would, like, totally eat them on stream to, like, just gross people out and, like, yes. advertise their product. Because there's no way that people won't buy it, mm. like, once somebody's just sitting there enjoying it. Like, because you see somebody eating wings, you're just like, oh, man, I gotta have wings. So now, but, you're talking about the B-dubs. B-dubs is very, very close to my heart, Buffalo Wild Wings, also affectionately known as B-dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, with wings in general, do you like bone-in or a boneless wing? Okay, it really depends on how lazy I feel, and that's a terrible answer to, like, food, but it's, like, when you crave, like, mushy food because you don't want to chew. True. Um, so it's, like, do I want to, like, pick off the wings? Personally, I think bone-in wings are the best. Yes. Okay, but, good. like... All right, we're still bo- friends. Yeah, bone-in <laughs> I mean, you get, like, the best sauce, you get the best flavoring, it tastes better, mm. but, like, if I'm not, if I'm, like, oh, I don't want to get my hands dirty, or I, like, oh, that guy's really cute, I don't want him to see me, like, going <laughs> on these wings, like, I better stick to boneless. All right. Okay. So different kinds of wings for different applications. That I can roll with. That I can roll with. You okay. always got to have the celery, though. It's always got to be there. Ah, so you are a celery. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to have that fiber. <laughs> you got to have that fiber. Feel slightly better about yourself when you're eating a wing. You're just yeah. like, hey, look, I'm eating a veggie. Um, now, now, what kind of sauce do you get on the wing? All right. I get like the hottest hot, like super hot. You eat a blazing wing? Yeah. Because Blazing Wing is the hottest of the hot in the B-dubs parlance. I I don't eat very much at one time, but I'll order, like, ten wings. And usually if I don't get the hot, I can eat, like, six of them. I will eat, like, eight or nine of the Blazing. Whoa! Yeah. You know that they have, like, a challenge for the Blazing Wings, right? I've thought about that before, but I really don't think I could, like, eat that many. You have to eat, like, 30 or something. Oh. Yeah, and it's like, I'm limited. Like, my stomach cannot handle that much. I have mm. friends who've done it, though. Like, we've gone out, and they've done it, and they're pretty gross after, too. Like, you don't want to be near somebody who does that blazing challenge. They're just disgusting. <laughs> I think for me, I think my dad trained me into how to eat spicy food. So, like, my dad, like, has a homemade, has, like, a home garden and mm. everything, and he takes very good care of it. And he grows habaneros and jalapenos. And when I was a kid, they would, like, when I could go outside and stuff, um, they would lock me and my twin sister out. So ah. like go go play. We don't want you to come back. And we'd get hungry, so we'd go and eat stuff out of the garden. So like we would eat straight up out of the ground, washing it off with a hose, 
we'd eat like habaneros and jalapenos, like seeds what? and all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one sort of little cute furry addition um, that that we discussed when we interviewed for the text version of the Streamer Spotlight uh, earlier last year on our blog um, that I would like to bring up is your fine furry friend, Diglett. Yes, that is my prairie dog, and I usually show her off like once a stream. So if you want to see like a cute furry thing that is secretly Satan, like make sure you check out the channel because she is a cute and adorable and she likes to like snuggle with me and she looks so cute and everything but she's got like these really scary claws and she barks like when she barks and gets mad like she barks like it sounds like a an angry squirrel is just coming at you so some people have cats some people have dogs how do we get to you having a prairie dog in your life so I actually, I'm pretty sure I bought them before they were like legally allowed to be sold because <laughs> Michigan had just legalized selling them. And so like a bunch of these pet stores were, were get, grabbing all these baby prairie dogs. Well, mm. Pikachu and Diglett were the babies of a pregnant prairie dog that got caught. Ah. So yeah. So they, they, um, and they don't, they were still nursing when I got them, which is why I was like, oh no, like, but I was dopey and didn't know. And um, so I got them, and their eyes had actually, like, just started to open. Mm-hmm. And I was the first one in the pet store that saw them. And I remember particularly Pikachu. She grabbed my hand, and she started playing with it, you know. And she was she was just a little baby. She wanted to, like, play, but she could barely, like, open her eyes. And so I was like, oh, my God, I need to bring these home. <laughs> <laughs> and they both, like, just clung to me. And I was like, I need to take these home now. Like, these need to be mine forever. So why why uh, why are we Diglett? Why is, why is the little one Diglett? So my boyfriend and I really loved prairie dogs. I mean, not prairie dogs, Pokemon. We love prairie dogs too, but we, we loved Pokemon. And we were going to name one like Mew Mew. Like we, we <laughs> just loved Pokemon. I had a fish named Gyarados. It was just like kind of like a theme. <laughs> but when we saw Pikachu, Pikachu was like really fat and chubby. And so like, you know, like how kind of like Pikachu's cheeks are red? Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, they're bulging out so much because they're so full of food that she kind of looks like Pikachu. And then Diglett just really liked to dig. Oh. She she really, yeah, she really liked to dig, and she was a pain in the butt. And it's like, who loves a Diglett? Like, who loves a Diglett? Nobody loves a Diglett. So I was like, I'm going to love a Diglett. Yeah, it's it's weird because I'm like a prairie dog, and I'm like, that's probably just like a name. Like, they may not be dog-like in any way, but they sound pretty dog-like. I mean, they do, like, bark and everything. Honestly, like, they're, like, puppies. They're, they're, they're always, like, puppies. They're very, very smart, too. Like, she, she knows who I am, and she comes, and she will sit. She knows when she's in trouble. She likes to cuddle. She, just very, very smart creatures. Well, there you go. Check your local and state <laughs> laws uh, before you consider getting yourself a prairie dog. But, you know, in case you need any more information on prairie dogs, chicken wings, or MOBAs, Lady Wabish has got you covered. Well, thank you so much, Lady Wabish. This was awesome. Thanks. Thanks for finding out about my my obsessions. I really enjoyed doing this with you. Great. Well, we will see you in the Halcyon Fold and bring Diglett. Yes, most definitely. Thank you so much for listening to another Mob Crush Streamer Spotlight podcast. If you have any suggestions as to who we should talk to next or what questions we should ask, let us know. At Mob Crush on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Mob Crush, or send it in a snap. We are on Snapchat as Mob Crush. See you next week. And as always, keep crushing it.